Hi, this is Dan Sullivan, and you're listening to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. In this special edition, I'll be sharing a chapter from my brand new book, which is called Wanting What You Want. And in this chapter, I discuss what distinguishes the top 1% of the world's entrepreneurs from the other 99%. The big thing that I've noticed from coaching entrepreneurs for 40 years is a real dividing line between super successful entrepreneurs and those who peak after reaching a certain level of success. The dividing line seems to consist of two words, needing and wanting. There are the vast majority of entrepreneurs who are as successful as they need to be, and then there's an elite group of entrepreneurs who grow and grow and grow with no apparent ceiling. The difference I've noticed from studying these two groups extensively is that the second group of entrepreneurs is as successful as they want to be. When you're as successful as you need to be, there's a stopping point that you reach when you've satisfied your needs. It's unconscious, of course, so the entrepreneur won't even notice that it's happening. But when you're as successful as you want to be, you just keep growing and expanding. And this is because the moment you reach one level of wanting, there is another just beyond that. I began to see this distinction make a huge difference between people who get to a certain level and stop and other entrepreneurs who keep growing all their lives. And it all comes down to the difference between needing and wanting. The psychologist Abraham Maslow created his famous pyramid of needs more than 70 years ago. In Maslow's hierarchy, there are five levels of needs, survival, safety, belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. These five levels implicitly ask this question, are you everything you could be? And this suggests that there's a perfect you, an idealized version of yourself that is based on other people's judgment of what you should be. Well, that describes needs, but what about wants? The payoff for wanting is not self-actualization, but rather self-transformation. From this perspective, you can picture yourself becoming something that is always bigger and better. You don't need to reach some perfect you. You're a self-transformer who keeps making your future bigger and better by wanting a life of expanded freedom. And I found there to be four key differences between needers and wanters in the world. Difference number one is internal versus external. For one reason or another, needers are taking their directions from outside external sources. They're being told, you'll be successful if you do this, and they do this. Plus, they have certain necessities. They have to make a certain income for their family. They have to attain a certain position to establish themselves at a certain social level. More than likely, they're in an industry where there are rewards for being considered the top person. But in every case, all the judgments and all the criteria about how successful they are come from an external source. Once they reach the top, once they satisfy their needs based on external criteria, there is nowhere further to go. They step off the gas pedal. They've reached the top. But this is strictly in the eyes of other people. Now, people who are as successful as they want to be are 100% internally driven. So all their goals and all the standards by which they're living their lives don't come from the outside. 
They actually come from the inside. Consequently, they don't pay much attention to external standards. They have a certain sense of what constitutes a breakthrough for them, and consequently, they're a constant surprise to the people who know them and work with them. They always seem to be doing something that goes beyond what anyone else would need to do. Often you notice this as they get older. It's almost as if at 70 they're more ambitious than they were at 50. Yet at 50 they were more ambitious than they were at 30. People who are externally driven have a sense that when you get to a certain success in life, you just maintain the status quo. But why would you want to stop growing? For the elite group of entrepreneurs, growth is a lifetime activity. And up until they run out of life, they're continually experimenting, innovating, and creating new breakthroughs. It all comes because they're as successful as they want to be and not as successful as they need to be. Many outside circumstances force you to need something, but no one can force you to want anything. Wanting is an independent motivation that comes totally from the inside. As an entrepreneur, you are not compelled from the outside to transform yourself and transform your company. You're entirely self-motivated to do it. This independent act of wanting results in greater imagination, greater vision, and greater capabilities. This means that you never stay fixed at the highest levels of achievement. You're compelled from the inside to want a bigger and better future. And as a result, you and your company keep expanding and growing. The more you act on your wants, the more you become independent of outside circumstances. Difference number two, freedom versus security. Needs relate to a sense of security, while wants relate to a sense of freedom. Everybody wants security, but not everybody wants freedom. For some people, security is enough. And moreover, they expect their security to be supplied to them from the outside. It's an external thing. So they hold other people responsible for their security. Entrepreneurs, however, desire freedom, and freedom is actually created from the inside. Difference number three, abundance versus scarcity. The reason why people need security to be generated from the outside is because they live in a world of scarcity. In their world, there's only so many opportunities. There's only so much money. There's only so much time. There's only so much status. And so they know that there's a competitive quality about it, that you have to compete for security and to be taken care of by other people. And this makes them very conscious of their security because they don't actually generate these things for themselves. They have to compete with other needy people for them. In Western society, people compete for schooling. They compete for promotions. Anytime you get a scarce situation, you're immediately going to get competition. The entrepreneurial world, on the other hand, is very abundant. And this is because you are operating in the realm of freedom, and it's generated from the inside. Your desire for freedom is not competing with anyone else's sense of freedom. The freedom is as abundant as you want to create it. It requires that you create it, but there is no limit on your ability to create freedom from the inside. This is a wonderfully different world with no competition because the freedom that you have in mind is not the freedom that someone else has in mind. Difference four, creative versus reactive. 
The fourth distinction is that in the needs world, you are reacting. You're continually in a reactive situation, which is especially true in our rapidly changing world. Some of these changes are scientific, technological, economic, and political, and people are in a constant state of reactivity. So in a certain sense, people in the needing world are always playing defense. They are hoping that what they have can stay the same, but the new kinds of changes can happen in their workplace, and all of a sudden, they have to react, increasing their need for security. In the realm of wanting, though, it's totally creative, not reactive. You are literally taking things that no one really knows about and putting them together in a way that nobody had thought about before to produce a result that nobody knew could actually exist. And you can see this in the world around us, especially in the realm of new technologies. We have many 21st century role models of people who seem to have created new technological capabilities, resources, and opportunities almost out of thin air. One thing all of these innovators have in common is that they are not acting out of needing, but out of wanting. They are internally driven and focused on expanding their own personal freedom. They are the 1% entrepreneurs who operate in a world of growing abundance and who continually create bigger and better futures for themselves and everyone else. I hope you've enjoyed this special edition of the Multiplier Mindset. And if you'd like to learn more about this concept, you can get your copy of Wanting What You Want on our online store at strategicoach.com. 